Sachem Perik Dalad Mishnah Vav four six. We had said that there are certain places where one is not allowed to do malacha on erev Pesach, even on the first half of the day. Here we have some leniencies for those places, and we're specifically going to be talking about places again where the the minhag or the din is not to do malacha on the first half of erev Pesach. And as we'll see in a moment, these are leniencies where you're doing something for the sake of the moed dafka, something that you need for Pesach. So the Mishnah says, Reb Meir any work that you began, any, any construction product, make a you know, creative project that you did, and you started it prior to the 14th, then Gomra, you're allowed to finish it on the 14th in the morning. Again, meaning in a place where one is not allowed to do malacha on the first half of the 14th, one could still finish a job you started from before, and again, that's provided that what we're talking about is something that you need for the Moed, for the Yom Tov of Pesach. However, one may not begin a product anew, but techila, from the outset, barbasar on the morning of the 14th, again, in a place where it's otherwise forbidden to do malach on the first half of the day, even if it's something for that you need for Pesach, afal even if it's true that you could finish the job still before Chatzos, before midday, when it becomes forbidden to do malacha on Erev Pesach. The Chacham are going to give even a, a further leniency, and they're going to say there are certain scenarios where, even where it's forbidden to do malacha on the first half of Pesach, even where you didn't start the job before the 14th of Pesach, you still could start and finish something on the morning of the 14th, in three different areas. The Cham Omrim, Shalosh Umnios, there are three different areas of crafts, you know. Osin Malacha Ba'arve Psachim Archatzos, where one could do Malacha on Ere Pesach until midday, even though otherwise things would be forbidden in such a place. Again, provided doing it for the sake of the Moed, Ve'elohan, and these are them. All three of these things are going to be Malachas where there is a built-in leniency in the Lacha even during Chol HaMoed. And since we're talking about something you need for the Moed, and since we see these things already have some leniency built in during Chola Moed itself, so for sure on Erev Pesach, which is similar but actually a little bit more lenient than Chola Moed proper, it should be permitted to do these things on Erev Pesach. We're learning from those precedents that leniency is on Pesach, Chola Moed itself. The first is Hachayatim, tailors. There's a din, Lahalach Lamaisa, that if one is in Chola Moed and needs to do some sewing, tailor work, tailoring work on Cholomoed. If he is a hediot, meaning someone who's not a professional tailor, meaning someone who can't like sew a hem in a straight line, for argument's sake. So then um, such a person is allowed to do his sewing on Cholomoed without a shinui, and meaning he can sew in his normal, best, usual way. Normally when it comes to doing malacha on cholamoed, even where it's permitted, one has to do it with a shinui in an unusual way. But when it comes to tailoring, sewing, if one's a non-professional, a hediot, one could do it in a normal way. So that's a precedence where tailoring on cholamoed is more lenient than other malachas. And that being the case, we'll have a precedent that before Pesach begins, one could be more lenient yet. And even in a place where it's forbidden to do malacha on the first half of the day in Arab Pesach, one could do sewing for the sake of the moed. Vahasaparim, same goes for Hair cutting, a sapar is a barber. So 
the rule is that when it comes to getting a haircut, one may not do it in Chalamod. We want you to go into the Yom Tov already being neatly groomed. Um, however, if one was only let out of prison during Cholomoed, he's permitted to get a haircut. Of course, he couldn't groom himself properly before the Yom Tov because he was in prison. And that being the case, since we see there's a precedent for allowing someone in Cholomoed to get a conventional haircut, we'll be lenient and say getting a conventional haircut on Erev Pesach is permitted, even where otherwise Malach is forbidden on the first half of the day. Vahakovsin, and the exact same thing applies for launderers, meaning to launder to clean clothing, because someone who came out of prison could launder his clothes during Cholomoed. That's a precedent that says that one could launder clothing on Erev Pesach, the first half of the day, for the sake of the Moed, even where it's otherwise forbidden to do Malacha. So those are the three lenient areas. Now, Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda wants to add a fourth. He says, Af Anim. So too for um, sandal makers. A ritsua is a strap. So people who do the leather leather work for shoes. Rabbi Yosef Yehuda's thought is we have a precedent that there's this leniency that for the Ole Regal, the pilgrims who come to Yerushalayim, um, so they come from a great distance and their shoes often wear out on the way and they break and it's permitted during Chalmoed to repair the shoes, to reattach straps that broke, etc. So he suggests that since you can do that kind of leather working on Cholomoed, that should be a precedent that should say you should be able to do leather working to make shoes on Erev Pesach, even where it's otherwise forbidden if you need those shoes for Pesach itself. However, the Chacham disagree to that. They reject that because they say you can't learn from repairing a broken sandal out of necessity on Cholomoed to uh, creating a sandal anew. They're not the same thing. It might be the case that the Chacham reject that shita, And... Um, Fine. The, so the halacha, therefore, goes like the chachamim, meaning not like Rabbi Yossi Bar Yehuda, that these three are lenient even in a place where it's otherwise forbidden to do malacha on Erev Pesach.